Yo, welcome to this week's episode of So You Want to Be an Artist, the only podcast that's for the artists, by the artists, each and every goddamn week. I'm doing uh, this introduction from uh, a bed in my voice notes, um, 250 miles away from my home, because sometimes life happens and you end up in the middle of fucking nowhere and you still got your job to do. So, bear with me. Um, this week's episode is sick. My guest this week is a very good conversation. But, you know, every single week I have my, my little thoughts or my, my uh, routine digress. A train of thought. And at this point... I don't really have anything to say that I haven't. I'm already saying I can't can't say that I've learned anything this week, um, or really even figured anything out or gained clarity on anything this week. Um, apart from just like create, like I've really been creating. Like a kid, like a kid, like a kid, like a kid, like a kid. Like just a kid. not like a kid. caring what sounds good or looks good, good, good. just what feels good, 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 and good. 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 good, just throwing a bunch of shit together and making and, and finding meaning in it and making meaning out of it and just fucking with stuff, manipulating with stuff. If you draw something, cut out a small piece of it, put it on a piece of canvas, see what it looks like. Like if you're writing something. Right from a completely different perspective. Because there's those gaps in between the madness where there's actually some shit that's usable. Like a new way to do something isn't just going to be at the forefront of your like free expression. You have to dig in between the little gaps and, and forge it out. Um... Yeah, it's just the experimentation, just that freedom, freedom, freedom that complete uh, acceptance of just not feeling like you're normal <laughs> and not pretending to be normal anymore. All right, cool. I'm going to get my paint. I'm going to get my keyboard. I'm going to get my guitar, whatever. I'm going to get my notepad. And I'm going to sit and I'm going to and and revel in the fact that I'm not sane. <laughs> I'm fully not sane. I don't know, it's subjective. But anyway, um yeah, if you've made it so far through these podcasts, like I, I promise you, in the episodes previous and episodes going forward, these little introductions are going to be uh, they're they're much more inspirational and hold more weight. But um, I'm just feeling good right now. <laughs> Real talk, just feeling free. This I've had a, a, a very freeing week and a very freeing evening. Uh, and if you're creating and you're confused, actually, no, this is a good thing to talk about. You need to tune into yourself and just try and make it as silent as possible. Go into yourself and make it as silent as possible and hear for a noise. Just hear for a stationary noise, like a hum or like a mm, 
just a stationary noise or a frequency that doesn't change. Because that is the thing that connects everybody. Like, if you get anyone from any corner of the world and you just tell them, like, forget all your shit, just sit and hear, just hear for that sound, just channel everything else out and just hear for that inside of the back of your head, that mm, sounds like a generator. Doesn't matter where you're from, what you've been through, what you look like, doesn't matter how much money you've got, we all hear that sound. And that's the one thing that connects everybody. And that sound is where you need to create from. Because that's what's going to transcend and that's what's going to connect with those other people. Because it has to. Because that's your that's your pure frequency. Anything that comes from that can't be bad. Because you're not pulling it out of thin air. You're pulling it from some weird frequency that we all have inside of ourselves. Something that transcends language. Like... It's the thing that keeps us going, the things that makes us ask questions, like what is this hum in the back of our head? What is this thing that keeps driving us forward? And when you create from that place, doesn't matter what you do. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. There's someone out there that is going to feel that shit. And if you feel like you're that person and you feel like you really are in tune with what your frequency is, and what everybody else's frequency is on a human level, if you feel like you're creating that shit, then just have faith, young G. There's people out there that are going to find you. Straight up. Have patience. Because there's people out there looking. Because there is a hum in the back of our heads. And there is questions that we have. And there are answers that we need. And you're not the only person that's out there looking for those answers. So, Young G, <laughs> my G, patience. Just whoever is looking and whoever needs to find you is going to find you. Keep doing the right things, keep getting in the right places, keep creating opportunity for yourself. But understand the people that feel that frequency, that feel that thing that you feel is coming for you. And that shit is the day that you're working towards. You should need to be ready for that day. So you can give them everything you got. All right. Mad Sunday morning <laughs> ramblings. Listen to this tune. This is from my guest this week, Barney Artist. He is a nang guy. Listen to this tune featuring Jordan Rakai, radio DJ time. Inside. Tell me something that I never heard before. I'm gonna tell you. Something about your soul that makes me feel so I'm gonna tell you Yeah, uh Oh, well My heart felt hoping you're grabbing it heartfelt This love felt special, especially in our world I was in a space where aliens can't as well living I ain't been living, the fact that I just been spitting Has got me in that predicament Everything that I'm thinking has been written Diving a sea of hope but I'm wishing Well, when I'm hoping you get me some way that's different Tell me a secret Tell me something only your soul has been keeping Tell me something only your life when you're dreaming I don't wanna vacate when you've been sleeping Hope you don't play defense Tell me something that I never heard before I'm gonna tell you Something about your soul that makes me feel so I'm gonna tell you 
artist there, hoping you get it in time. Yeah, my intentions have been mentioned, getting my spark there. A common fear is knowing the convo won't hold clear. What? Clear what? Told you I'm here, love. I'm holding your emotions, just hoping you heal up. Praying that you hear me, I'm clearly just saying love. Second aura to the drum of my poems, it's here, ducks. Wait, and cry a little, and try a little. Sonnets and pockets and beats, let me find a riddle anyway. And this is mainly to say that your thoughts don't always have to remain in your brain. What you saying, babe? Tell me something that I never heard before. I'm gonna tell you. you. Uh -huh. yeah. Something about your soul, it makes me feel so. I'm gonna tell you. Guest on the podcast this week, Barney Artist. What's going on, bro? That was cool. That was like straight in, man. Yeah, didn't even straight warn in. Me. That was straight in. That was crazy. How you doing? I'm alright, bro, man. Good to be here. Yeah, I'm glad, glad you are here. here. Good to be here, Martin. First question I ask everybody, as you know, yes. What is art? Um, I think, like, as everyone's pretty much said the same thing, art's expression, man. Art is <clears throat> is something that I think is so vital to like. Um, anyone to have humans in general to be able to create and be able to live and you know and express yourself in a way um, you know and, and get rid of this these thoughts these feelings in a way that can kind of you know send a release art's kind of like a release I suppose an expression that's that's what art is to me so what makes you the artist that you are um, I think for me getting up to this point I think I was never like I don't have one of them stories where like I was like doing music when I was like five or anything. Like I started like really late. Like I started rapping when I was like eighteen, nineteen. Did creative stuff come before that? Though? Yeah. So I was I was I was very in. I was really into like like drama. Um, I was a class clown. I was into drama and just you know and, and that kind of thing. Um, um, but I never. Music. I was never musical. Like I was never really had an ear. I like music. Like I loved, but I like really like weird stuff. Like I loved ABBA. Yeah. And like, like who else do I love? I love like UB40. It's funny you mentioned it earlier. UB40. And I love. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. Um. <clears throat> but I never was like. Oh, like my mom never like played Erica Badu in the house or anything like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not that cool. Um. And yeah, like what happened was was that. I. My friend Alpha, uh, my best friend, um, he started playing jazz piano, and I just started like 
China. Like we started with Graham and it was Graham all the time and it was really bad. That was I was really bad. <laughs> and then yeah, and then we started building and I started rapping. I started because I like I love drama. I started telling stories and it wasn't very good, but I I liked the idea of stories. I remember I wrote this song called Peer Pressure and it was about. Yeah, Ken, I think Kendrick Rodney. It was about like the <laughs> idea of of drinking and and getting caught up in that. And I remember it was a really bad song, but I I really I was really happy that I made it. And I think my development as an artist, quote unquote, hasn't been like I haven't realized. It's kind of just happened, like just gradually meeting people, getting more confident in my craft, working really hard, and then so me becoming an artist now, I think, is just me putting my head down and just needing to express thoughts and feelings in a way that I can write these lyrics down and kind of connect my thoughts to paper and song. So hopefully that's been off tangent, but yeah. Whenever I ask that question to an artist and I say, what makes you the artist that you are? They always kind of make this face. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm going to have to talk about myself. <laughs> Which I find is really weird because your art is basically all about your perspective. But then as soon as I ask you to yeah. give me your perspective on yourself, yeah. you might freeze up a little bit. Why do you think that is? I'm like very it's not just you no 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 but like I'm taught for me and I think for most people well unless you're a douche some people aren't douche they're just very confident but I I think when you're writing lyrics down or you're writing about personal experiences you never imagine you don't want to think about how many people might be listening to them lyrics you know what I'm saying so when you're writing this stuff you're not going oh that's going to be fun to perform well, sometimes you make maybe for some song that's not as personal, but a lot of the time when you're writing about deep stuff about yourself, you're not thinking about these people that are going to be listening to it. So that's so when people ask you, "Oh, what makes you the artist?" You go, "Hang on a minute, whoa, oh, right, okay, you're asking me about myself. This is weird, like, okay." And then you're trying to, you know, and then and that's why it's a bit awkward. It's a bit like, "Oh man, like, what what's this about?" And yeah, so that's probably why a lot of people kind of go, "Oh, okay, you're asking me about my art yeah. and and me being an artist," and yeah, so. One. Where were you before you came to do this show? Um, I was at work. It's, I was at work. Um, yeah, it's funny. I um, I spoke to you yesterday. So I I tweeted Kane like this week. He posted one of the podcasts, and I was like, oh man, I want to be on one of these. And he's like, yeah, come then. And I was like, right, cool, cool. And he said, I was thinking, oh, we'll probably do it later. Like, no, can I have, you know, a few weeks or whatever. No, nah. whatever. And he was no. like, then he DM me like, okay, when come do it. And I was like, whoa. Um, and I was at work and I was like oh, I can't come I've got work and he's like what why you work I was like well yeah he's like oh what? you shouldn't be working you should be this um, yes yeah, so I've just come from work um, and yeah like the thing is I, I'm I'm very fortunate where I work is very relaxed and hidden and and, and yeah and I just have space to do whatever I want to do um, and I think being an artist or a musician or actor or whatever creative person the 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 real balance in that between working and eating food and paying for light bills and mm. rent and then doing this thing that you love but may not be getting the amount of money that you need to live off it is the real balance in that you know it's the it's the hardest thing for me to comprehend because i feel like i've tried I've, I've tried I'm not on the front lines making music in front of everyone and no one has this expectation of me to create but just personally I've tried to work that 9 to 5 and I even had a fucking blessed <laughs> 9 to 5 that people would kill for and like would yeah. would hit up every day to try and get but I still decided that that lifestyle wasn't for me yeah what 
how does it affect you like mentally when you want to create but you know that you've got to go roll and do your nine to five and yeah and kind of right fulfill so your obligations so this is mine's slightly a bit different um and I, I hope i'm not sounding like pompous or anything so i'm in a situation at the moment where we're t- having a lot of meetings and people are int- getting more and more interested in terms of like i suppose not s- signing somewhat or deals or whatever or making money at, oh this is you personally me, me personally missing me as yeah, body yeah. um and uh and, and it's very scary man it's very very scary because i don't want to sign anything or be involved in anything that just for the money even and though I, you know that money will buy you your freedom no maybe for my freedom but i feel like so like I've got my project coming out, right? And I've been working really hard on it, but I'm putting, it's my money. Everything that I'm doing is me. This is my friends, the network of people I've got around me that are incredible. Um, so me working this job over there, um, which is calm, as I said, um, for me, it keeps me, it gives me the option. So you're saying it's the the label will buy me my freedom. If, if anything, I feel like this, this thing allows me my freedom at the moment. Cause I don't have to answer to anybody. So you would see, you would see your label as an extension of a nine to five. I, I, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm just, that, I'm still yeah, an employee. Yeah, and I, and I, and I don't want to go there yet, cause I know for 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 a fact that I know that once you sign something, more time, if that doesn't go well, that's it, and I'm not ready for that. How um, do, how do you feel about uh, artists that get signed and they have success and then they drop off and go back to right, working around the corner? I have like an actual fear like a phobia i think i have a phobia of that i think that's my phobia i think in this thing my phobia and i'm working through it and it's an insecurity that i have but my phobia is falling for your own hype you have to understand fam when these people are telling you that you're incredible or you're you're the anomaly who's these people to my labels a okay um you know labels um whatever booking agent, whoever you know then you're the, you're the one you, we are you are amazing bro when you're hearing that that's that's incredible man like it's like you fine. know you know what you're talking about <laughs> so for you to say that like you're not fan you're a professional <laughs> you have plaques i'm seeing plaques yeah. i'll say i say this all the time the thing about labels is is that on those walls they have all the plaques of millions sold but you know what they don't have they don't have the tombstones the f- the, tombs, all, the, the graveyard the graveyards of all the artists that didn't work yeah um and I think it's more time me. all them plaques are from the same artist <laughs> the as same, well it's the like they got same. 10 plaques for one Adele's they got just every one. Adele's single <laughs> in every country <laughs> yeah. separately like just Brazil <laughs> you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's my biggest fear um, is that don't get me wrong I'm working for it because at the end of the day I need to be confident enough to know that like my product and my ability is now at a point where that won't happen to me in terms of people will connect and I'll grow with this a fan base that will get to hear my music on a, on a major scale or whatever it is. But yeah, I have a real phobia, man, of, of, of signing and you are in positions where you're talking to these amazing people. Um, don't get me wrong, I feel like at the moment I'm getting to chat to really amazing people like yourself and whoever. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm, and it's not, and it's a, it's a, it's a respect thing and people talk it's to organic. people it's organically and it's great and, 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 and you know, and, and that's that's amazing and i remember when no one would hear anything 
you know, no one would hear a song, no one would hear, you know, I'd be that guy that would be bugging you on your Twitter. <laughs> like, do you want to hear this new rapper? I listen to this new, that was me. Like, I was in people's, please listen. And now it's, you know, like, people are listening and we're selling out shows and stuff and that's great. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm petrified. I think that if, if I was a musician and I got signed to a label and then I did all of these great things and then I just dropped off, I think that if you take that nine to five, I kind of feel like that's giving yeah, up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's over. I would have to, yeah, go crazy. I'd have to be, I have to go homeless. <laughs> like, I'm not being seen working in prep. I'm not being seen, what? I'll be seen on the corner, yeah, with my dog cracked out, yeah, because that's how I have to deal with it. I'll go out like a rock star, and if anyone wants to talk to me, I'll be like, yeah, I was signed to Universal, but, you know, I flopped. I'm not being that guy where I serve you in prep, and then they go and sit down and be like, oh, I used to to buy that guy's single. Like, nah, I couldn't do it. And I think that as soon as you take that nine to five, that's it, because you life's sweet. You don't have to deal with that insecurity of the, the of the industry no more. You don't have to deal with expectations. You just do your little job and you're happy and you eat and you can experience life and you can date and you can go cinema or whatever. <laughs> like, but nah, if you stay on the street, if you be homeless and you starve, that ultimately is going to keep that hunger alive for you to be like, oh, I'm going to go back out I and hear get it myself. That. I hear that. You know what's mad, bro? Like, what's mad is you... Say say you sign for a hundred grand. Say they say we will give you a hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, I want to sign for a hundred thousand pounds. People go, oh my days, I'm getting a hundred thousand pounds. If you don't sign anything, if you don't make any money for ten years, you're getting ten grand a year. That's true. It's not minimum wage. It's minimum. It's lower than minimum. We are not getting anything. Oh yeah, yeah, ten grand a month. Like yeah. you're not getting anything. Yeah, you're not living in London on ten and grand a month. Like think about it. But people go, oh my days, and it's that. People don't understand that it's not it's not yeah. a joke, bro. Like it's not a joke. Even a hundred thousand over three years it's, or four years bro, is still it's like it's not a joke. So imagine that's a hundred thousand before tax as before well. Before tax, before expense, before for your house, before you. Now for me, I'm in a situation where my family is it's me and my mum, bro. Like I haven't got we ain't got peas like that. So I'm like, if I if we get the pe- I know where it's going. I got to do this. I got to do that. I want to that 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 that's real. And a lot of these people that I get signed. Bro, their 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 bills are real. Their mum is looking at them like, "Yo, Donny, what are you saying?" And that is, and then you sign your life away, not knowing that in a year, but the turnover of acts that get dropped from labels yearly is something crazy. We- like, weekly, <laughs> like whatever weekly. number you're about to say, divide yeah. that by fifty-two, Man. and you'll see that there's at least five to ten artists that get dropped a, a, a week. week. A week, bro. A week. It's like births. Have you ever seen that? There's an interactive chart, births <laughs> yeah, and deaths. Yeah. Like you see how many people will die yeah. at this moment in time and how many people... It's probably one for people who just got signed as well. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> just got signed, <laughs> just got dropped. <laughs> uh, my my thing is, one thing I want, I will say is that I I I have to respect people that can... can I, I don't know if I'm strong enough yet. I don't know to if get I, dropped and come yeah, and bounce back. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I'm strong That's enough. the ultimate. That's the ultimate strength. Yeah, I, 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 I like proper respect. Like, Anyone who can be gassed up by an industry and have this whole thing built around them and have it ripped from them and still be like, nah, I'm nang. I'm going to carry on. I don't care. And, and the thing is, I don't understand, like, more time, like, these acts that you see, like, at least my best analogy. You see, do you remember Fame Academy? Yeah, yeah. There was one Donny called David Snedden, right? He won it the first year. 
as you can tell, I'm, I had no life when I was young. I just watched everything, right? So, man like David Snedden, right? He is mad. This is this is the industry. So, basically, the, 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 the prize was for Fame Academy. If you win, you get a recording contract. With Simon. No, it wasn't with Simon. Oh, that was pop stars. This, this, this is pop stars. So, you get, yeah. you get, you get a, a record, a recording deal, right? Um, and you get a, a, pent, a flat in Notting Hill for a year. Okay. Imagine you're excited. You're thinking, yes, I've got a record deal. I've got a flat in Notting Hill for a year. I never heard about David Snedden ever again. So imagine it's the day before his, his last day, his last day. He's not only not got a record deal anymore. <laughs> Donny has to leave Notting Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Fam, that is the record industry. That is it. We are going to give you this for now. In a year... We're gonna take it away. We we're gonna take it away. But and good luck. Um, whoever won the X Factor most recently, she got dropped. Was it like five weeks after she won the X Factor? She Yo. dropped five weeks, so she didn't get Christmas one and number one, and they were like, nah, dead, dead, dead. She got dropped. She got dead. She got dropped. <laughs> um, I can't remember who it was. Joe Walker from Rewind. Yeah. He posted a picture. Off from Music Week, which basically showed the breakdown of this year's sales. Yeah. Do you know Stormzy's got yeah. 0.3% yeah. of the whole record industry's so single him, sales? Him and Because Music, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Music's an independent label. What's who, who's on Because? Uh, the name one, I believe. Oh, the, I knew I knew uh, that. Django, Django. Yeah, so there. it's like that indie and Stormzy make up for 0.6% <laughs> of the whole sales in this country. Do you know how mad it is? That's why I'm thinking, like, fuck labels. Like, what's a, what's a label really doing for you? From the lost, go on, go on. Yeah, but but that's that's it. It's it's, you know. I wish, I I wish that that I could be broke. I wish that I wish that like I could be the starving artist, um, on the street doing my thing, don't need any money. Cause I don't need money. Me personally, I'm alright. But it's when, especially from the background that I'm from, and I think a lot of people are from, where you're from a really tough background financially yeah, yeah and you can't afford i can't afford to be broke yeah because yeah. it's uh, this this is my best i already am broke <laughs> inherently <laughs> like literally yeah like this is the best way ever. If, if 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 i get kidnapped if someone gets kidnapped here and they're like listen it's a ransom of a grand give us give <laughs> us no give us that let's be real give us give us 10 grand give us 20 grand for your child back people be like oh my day that's a lot of money yeah. but they'll phone around and they'll get that money and you give it back and it's like, oh, thank you, oh my God. If I get kidnapped for 20 grand, I've been kidnapped for 20 grand. That's, I'm that's gone. it. <laughs> I'm gone. That's, that's it. I think it's 75% of Americans' <laughs> um, finances, the way they're set up, is 75% of Americans can't afford to miss a paycheck. Yo. So they have such little money that if they miss one paycheck, they'll have to leave their house, Yo. Like, give up their car, health insurance, all of that shit. Like 75% are below the bread line. Of where you miss one paycheck and you're done. You are done. Fine. Financially done. Bankrupt. And by the way, I'm not saying that I'm at a point where I'm I'm okay. Like I'm alright. I'm okay. I'm yeah. not my my family's okay. But the the mindset that I have is that I can't afford to be, you know, so when I sign that deal or whatever it is or I have to be at a strong position, man. I have to have some sort of clout. I can't yeah, go there yeah. on my knees, please. Expect like yeah, uh, rely. Exactly. I can't because they will, bro. I am so shelfable, bro. I am so shelfable. But the thing is, 
if you go to them and you already have something, why are you going to them? Because you've That's got something. That's a very, very good point. Because now, if you sign to a label, ultimately they're probably going to be bringing more to the table than you are. Yeah. But if you're bringing equal amount of food to the table, like why are you even really going there? Like, because it's not friends. That's like, it's point. not brethren. You're not going there to experience that together. They're going there to exploit you financially, exploit your talents financially. That's the bottom line of it. Spade a spade. Yeah. They're going to exploit your talents and use their um, capitalist fucking genius yeah. to exploit your talent. Yeah. So it's like, why are you going there if you already have a platform for yourself? But I suppose it's it's the it's the um. It's the idea of I'm not. I need more now. I need. I need. I'm. I'm at a point where I, I can't. Yeah, glass ceiling. I'm shit. literally at a glass ceiling now. Um, don't get me wrong. Like in the ideal world, I don't think that you're in a, at a glass no, no, ceiling. No, no, no. I, I, I think for me, I'm in a. I'm in a. I'm. I'm. I'm in a really interesting position at the moment where I've. I'm, I've finished this thing. Um. This body of work, as it were. It's an album, but it's not an album. I'm not going to call it an album, but it's an album. And I finished it, and it's done. And it's twelve songs, and 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 I'm I'm really proud of it. And that's been me and my friends that I've made, and my real friends. Everybody that I've worked with on this project are my real friends, you know. And we've grinded and made this project that I'm proud of on my own. So my idea is that if I if it goes well, which hopefully it does, um, if the label wants to get involved. You can't chat to me, fam. Well, I'm taking yeah. the job, please. You're not. You're, you can't talk to me about the. the I don't want to know about Creative your money. Nothing. Nothing. Because I've done this on my own. Pump money into I've, it I've, and watch me. Y- it's basically exactly. water my seeds. And L- that's it. I don't need you to put me with this superstar producer. I've got my producers that I work with. I don't want to change engineers. Like I'm blessed that I've got um, uh, a studio set up with my one of my good friends, a guy called Rick, and he owns the studio called Pink Bear Studios, right? And we, he built the studio, right? And I was there before he built it and we've grinded and we've made this place where amazing music has came from. And I'm able and I'm privileged to have this guy that I just work with closely, you know. And, and that's that. And, and even with my producers like Alpha, who I grew up with, and you know what I'm saying, Tom and Jordan and, you know what I'm saying, and Jay, all these people I know well and they've contributed and it's all a family atmosphere. And I think, so if I sign a thing, I'm not going to be dumb and be like, oh, okay, well, I'll sign to a label now. Let me go and just change my whole thing that made me get any sort of following. I'm going to be like, no, but I'm not. With the P's, I'm doing exactly the same thing again. But just with more Are you kind of going to try and emulate Jay in his situation? Jay, Jay Prince. We're talking about Jay Prince, Yeah, right? Jay Prince. Um, I don't know his label situation. I don't know if there's like a silent thing or whatever behind that. Yeah. But it seems to be, or at one point it was, yeah. him. And yeah. he built it to a certain level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, what's crazy about Jay is that no, he's touring the world. He's literally right now touring the world. Yeah. So Jay, Jay is a very interesting one because me and Jay went to the same secondary school. Like we know each other that like well. Like um, he is the most humble. Yeah. Chilled. Out. Trying to get him on the podcast, but <laughs> man's too busy in it. Even though I was. Uh, Same for him, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like yeah, he's just building, bro. And he's, and he's building and he's like okay let's build and I think that's the best thing you can do as an artist I think my main if I could give anybody a piece of advice is to just buckle down man like it starts off small like I always like talk I'm like listen you can get complacent you would be like oh, I only got 100 views on my thing or I only got 20 views fam there are Donnies in the UK that can't get one one view so if you've got 20 that means 20 people have watched it that's a lot of people Think about twenty. If you people put twenty in. people in your house, that's a lot of people. Fam, is that real? 
So don't you can't. That's actually a good analogy, like a good rule, fam, isn't it? Fam. Be great. Be grateful for the amount of people that watch that can fit inside your house. Fam. And then once you have more people, you get yourself a bigger, a bigger house. Bigger yard, fam. That's that's it. Bigger yard and and it bigger, bigger, bigger. Because fam, you never know. I'm, uh, I wish people understood. You never know who is listening. You never know how you're affecting people. You never. You honestly on never, like a human on a human. But even if all of those twenty people are A and R's, or if all of those twenty people are journalists, or if all of those twenty people are whoever, whatever. Humans. Yeah, but anyone who can also help yeah. expand, like... You never know. But you have to keep plugging away. And, I, brother, I understand it gets difficult. You're looking at this person over there who's getting that opportunity. You're looking at that person. You need to stop comparing yourself, Maji. You need to stop that. And not get angry about don't, it. Don't get angry about it. And don't shout your mouth off on Twitter about it. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> because the thing is, you won't... I think for me, like I, I've gone through that. I've gone through being vexed and feeling like I missed the boat or um, I'm not going to get that opportunity because I'm this, I'm not that. You know what I'm saying? And then you have to kind of go, you know what? If I don't get it, I don't get it. You know? Did we lend you our white guitar from downstairs? Yep, do you want it? Yes, thank you. Uh-huh. Phew. Did you think you lost it? <laughs> yeah, well, no, a band um, ordered it like three months ago. Okay. And, uh, Sorry, thanks for this. Yeah, bro. Uh, I might just leave it in because I don't remember where we were. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, where was I? I was talking about something. It gets hard. Yeah, bro, it gets difficult, man. Do you go, this is it, I'm comparing yourself. You're you're constantly in this, especially in this, you see hip-hop, right? I feel like hip-hop is the youngest, the, the, the attention span of an of a hip hop artist is so small, so you feel like you've only got a small opportunity to be hot or be on top. You know, and I'm mm. like, burn that man. Like you have to you have to break free of that, that mindset of trying to compare yourself to people, trying to fight constantly. It's long fam. But does that get difficult for you when you're affiliated with artists like Jordan and Tom who yeah. Tom has never done a small show yeah. with people who don't know who he is or people who don't fuck with his stuff. Yeah. So when you see him do like a headline or whatever yeah. or 400 people, 500 people, yeah. does that not get hard for you to then not also compare yourself? Like, oh shit, it's taken me this to get to here and it's taken him this to blah, 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 blah. I, I can handle my heart say... Um, and Mimi and Tom especially, and Jordan, to be fair, I've learned so much about, like, like friendship and family and and being happy, you know? And and, and I think beforehand, if I didn't know them too, I'm up, I could have easily been that guy, being like, oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. But I'm with them, and I see how they work hard. What, what their pitfalls are, what they struggle with, what they're not good at, what they are good at, what I'm good at, what they're not good at. You know what I'm saying? And what my boy Alpha's good at. And, and it's great because you can pick. So Tom might have not done a show before. like So he's he's nervous because like, I haven't done this before. And I'm there like, yo, okay, chill out, relax. I have. That's that. But Tom could be like, oh, I'm like I'm struggling, kind of finding the right beat. And he's like, ah, oh, chill out, it's cool. I got you. Let me play guitar for you. Do you know what I'm saying? And then Jordan could be, it's, it's that. And I feel that's why I encourage people to have a network of people around them. And it takes time. It doesn't happen. It does take time. It doesn't take, it doesn't happen immediately. And be, there'll be stops and starts. There'll be some people that you, you're with for the, for the second, for a moment, and then they will go. But that's just life. But do you think it's important to have 
temporary people even if you know you know some relationships yeah. you know are temporary yeah, yeah. Like, I think it is like intuitively you know that you know you're going to be around for a little while but you're yeah. going to be here for the full stretch do you think it's important just to have those people just so you can bounce off them and learn from them for whatever small the window is of course because life is like that life is is meeting people you know the, the, the best thing about working I don't know if you work in I don't know in retail if you work in a restaurant if you work in anything the downside is that you probably have to wake up early or whatever the great thing is that you get to meet so many different personalities and people and hear so many amazing stories and be able to empathize and be able to connect with people on a human level we probably walk about around i think it's about uh, two million people a day we walk past two million people a day in london wow something like that about two million i think about we'd walk past them yeah imagine if we just knew like a fraction of their story if we even, yeah if we even spoke to like five of them a day Fam. That's it. We don't because it's we're British or whatever it is. We're human. We wanna, I think it's just because yeah, we're human. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to talk, but it's that's why it's great. Temporary people like you never know, because you never know when they can come back into your life. You never know. Like me and Jay. Jay was Jay. Jay's younger than me, so I didn't see Jay like that really in school. Now he's one of my good friends. So I, that. That's one of them people that was temporary for a bit. I saw him back in the day, but now he's fully in my life now. And I said, so you never know who might come back. You never know what relationships you might have, who you might want to talk to later, when it, when it might be in need. What? That's life. You shouldn't always be like, oh, there's a temporary people. I want to get rid of them now. Don't get me wrong. I think you have to be guarded. Don't tell everybody your business straight away. But it's important to, to talk to people, man, to engage with people, to, to, just, to just, you know, that's art. That's art. That's, 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 I think that's, people tie art to like this product mm. or, but really it's just the process of experience. Yeah. Like the outcome of art is always a, a physical manifestation of something, yeah. but just as much comes in the process and even just the way you think about stuff, mm. you know how you might know some people who don't consider themselves an artist, yeah. but you look at them and you're like, but the way you look at the world, yeah. you look through an artist's yeah. lens, like yeah. you, that that's how you think about you can think like an artist like yeah. you don't have to necessarily be productive yeah. exactly art, but you can think like an artist and easily you can, and have that trust in yourself you may you think about you have to understand okay yeah man i think i struggled with the idea of being called a creative or an artist i used to struggle with it i used to think it was wanky i thought it was oh oh you think you're... And i went hang on a minute why am i being self-deprecating like why am i being but what would you prefer people to? No, to, no, no, but it's. That's why I, I want to yeah. take you. I want you to just step back into that mindset and just and think. What would you have preferred people to call you? Nothing. It was. It was. It was. It was me being. Don't get me wrong. I think. I think the way that you talk about art, for example, you can, is incredible. Thank you. The reason why it's incredible is because you don't go. We're artists over here. You man can't be us over there. That's the opposite of how I feel. But but a lot of sometimes with elitists. Yeah, art always happened in the fucking third episode <laughs> when someone tried to tell me that yeah. this isn't art. Yeah, yeah. Because she yeah. studied yeah. art at university. Yeah, yeah. Nah, what are you talking about? Yeah. Everyone is an artist. But but that's but that's elitism. That's that's the I've studied this. I I now have a piece of paper to tell me. I've learned from a book. I've learned. Like nah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You've learned. Cool. Great. Yeah. And there's I've a lot. Got, there's yeah. a lot to learn yeah. about art. Do and I don't thing, know. Fam. I, I don't know a lot about art but i do know the the core, core principle it, like the real raw organic element yeah. like i might not be able to tell you the shade of bark on a tree <laughs> yeah but i can tell you that underneath all of that yeah. is some is some roots some and it was some seeds and shit like just some real i think that that's important but and i do sometimes feel like yeah. uh 
the whole artist thing is a bit pretentious and yeah. is a bit like self-indulgent, yeah. but what is life without that? Yeah. Like to not be self-indulgent is yeah. like to not explore yourself yeah. or to not appreciate yourself or to yeah. not understand yourself. So it's better to be that yeah. than to be numb, numb to be nothing. nothing or not even curious about yeah. yourself or your own mind. Yeah. Like, but, 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 but that's, that's, I think that's why the internet has its pitfalls, right? And some of it, some of it's awful. But the good thing about the internet is that there's some incredible things that you get to see, things that you get to experience about yourself to, to push your mind, to get to, you know, you're not just restricted to the constraints of, you know what I'm saying, of these, these stands that society kind of put in place. You can, or these opinions, these opinions that, that, that are that now forced upon you. Yeah. And I think that's what's great about it. And you get to meet people and talk to people. And I think that's just important, bro. Like that's, that's what I'm about. Man. I just think that that's, that's what we should be as people like, as artists everybody who's an artist you know exploring yourself knowing what you think why do you think that why don't you don't have to agree with everything you know and so yeah so that's what I think do you sometimes feel like the like the artist culture can be a bit segregated though definitely because even though you have your little circle yeah. um, and part of the reason why I did the Tom Mish experiment is because yeah. Tom never really broke out of that circle yeah. Zach Abel I think was the only person that seemed like it may have come from an outside source yeah. and got them together yeah. so I wanted to do that to really test and, and try and like broaden that perspective yeah. so even though like your circle is probably one of the most humble or whatever um, Love. <laughs> it's still it's still pretty segregated yeah yeah. Um, Jordan floats about a bit like, yeah like you said I don't want to work with like bro, I've got my guys I've got my guys yeah. do you think that it's a bit segregated that's it that's a very interesting question because um, it's not I'm not, not segregated out of spite or yeah, nothing no, no, like no, no, that no. just because I think comfy. what it is so for example so me and Jordan I met Jordan because he came to London and I said oh he's going to be my friend I didn't know Jordan before yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just a Jordan fan I didn't yeah. know him before um, the only person I've known for ages is, is Alpha. That's my that's, that's my best friend. But it's weird for me because I connect. I I feel like I, I similar this probably to you. I connect people a lot. That's my thing. I I love connecting people from different, mm. and and so I suppose I created this kind of community and hub from down to the, the to the band members in all of our bands like Jordan's, mine, Alpha's, Tom's. We all share members so the drummer might be a drummer for mine and alpha and tom's and you know it's all that it's yeah. all sharing so i suppose it's segregated if you're not a part of that thing but i think we're just very they're very skeptical about the industry and what people want are people using them for something are you using me for my my name are you using me for and especially but listen everyone's using everybody's using I, I agree I'm using you now for your perspective yeah I I, I, I and I'm using you for your platform exactly. I, I, I agree but I think it's like if I have these people around me already you kind of go well why do I have to go out of that I want to it's calm I, I, don't, I don't think well, I don't I don't know about this I think maybe Alpha maybe Jordan maybe no, to be fair, I think all of us don't go, we're not going to work with anyone. But we're just very, it has to be very organic. I don't think we like forced situations, like yeah. none of us. What would be a forced situation? Um, You have to go work with this person now. They've got heat. But they, who would they, tell they, that they to got you? Buzz. you Manage, got, managers can say it to you. Managers, managers can say it to you. A&R can say it to you. Money can say it to you. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, so it, it can happen. Like, can you do this verse for this, Barney? Can you do this for that? And I'm like, why? I don't want to. Do you think that do you, would you go in the studio with someone you've never even really met before? Yeah, 
I would, but I'm a people person. What would happen if you weren't feeling that person? It's happened. You just don't go back. You don't. You finish the session. You don't go yeah, back. I'm polite. I don't bro. think I could do it. I'd be like, listen, like I've, I really rate what you do, but <laughs> on like we're not really connecting because I've been in sessions, yeah, where the writer and the artist haven't connected at all, and they sit there and they try for something for hours, and then they have a terrible experience, and then they go home and they feel dejected. Just I think it's just mutually beneficial to both just stand up and be like. It's not really working, is it? Nah, see, it's so, not. So the problem right. with that is, fam, is that if you... Uh, see, I can't say that because you never know. I've been in sessions with Alpha or whoever and dead. Nothing's happening. Nothing. We are not connecting. And then spark hits. Okay. And if I'd left... But the more time in the studio, you, you must know, the more time in the studio, you just talk. You just talk about life. You just talk for hours yeah. and hours. And then a song might come. And then the magic comes when and you're about to pack up. Or and then it, like that. Exactly. So you, I, I couldn't go, all right, well, wait, uh, loads of people. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what I'm I couldn't do it just because I, 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 I never know. Don't get me wrong, after I left the session, I could be like, manager, oh, like, we're not going to do that again. Yeah, cool, safe. Not going to do that again. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I don't, I don't know about in the mid session being like, oh, all right, mate, I'm going to bounce. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. If How did you find your manager? Uh, I found um, it's funny. He 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 runs a blog called SME. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that's beef. SBTV. Nah, it's not. <laughs> I just know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm joking, yeah, yeah. So you and Jay have got the same management. Yes, yeah, so me and Jay have got the same manager. Okay. Which is funny because you mentioned Jay. Yeah. So that's that's we got the same manager, and it's funny because. Um. Alex, he, so he runs a blog with a guy called Alex Manzi. Um, and Alex found me. Alex was like, well, I've got my last project. But he's a one extra, isn't it? He's one extra, yeah. So he found me. He was like, oh, we're getting into management. And then um, he started managing me. And um, I think Alex has got a great heart for music, but managing is a different kettle of fish. And I think, Definitely. like, different level. And so he kind of, like, Moz was like, okay, I want to take over the reins. Because it was both him both, it was him and Moz. But he was like, okay, Moz is going to take full, like, um, over fully. And, um, and yeah, so it's funny because I remember me and Jay talking about, on the phone about the idea of being managed by the same guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool, Moz is great. And I was like, oh, yeah, Moz is cool. And so that happened, you know. And it's great because now we kind of, like, have that family unit. Um, and Alpha has got the same manager as well. So Moz manages Alpha as well. Oh, mad. Yeah, so it's three of us. He manages three of us. Um and so it's yeah, it's cool. It's nice. He's a good. He's a cool, He's a really cool guy. Really, really cool guy. You know. You excited for the Brits? <laughs> smooth. <laughs> segway. Smooth segue. Brit Awards. Are you excited? Um, not really. I, I, no, not really. It's. But how do you feel about like the yeah. terrible, horrible word? And I'm sorry, Scully, if you're yeah. listening, because I know that you'll cast me for this. Yeah. But quote unquote urban representation <gasps> of like British uh real British music. Uh, as as I see it's real British music, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. real fucking street level British yeah. real people music. Yeah. How do you feel about the representation of that? I think I think we have to look beyond justice a ceremony. Things like with anything, same thing with the Oscars. Um, we have to look bigger than that. We have to look at what's being made in the masses. Is there a because urban multi means black, right? Mm. More time, urban, right? 
Um, but then this, part of me doesn't agree with that. Because, more time. I said more time. Yeah, more time. So like 80%, when you say urban, 80% of the people you're thinking of are going to be black. Yeah, uh, I kind of feel because I'm white and from that like demographic, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of like circumstance opposed to race, but oh. that's probably white privilege or whatever. <laughs> like when I think urban, I just think about all of my friends who are essentially poor. Yeah. That's sort of like, but but then but then what that is that you need to go because I understand that dynamic definitely but you have to go, at, at the same time go okay but then hang on a minute out of everybody I know or I've seen yeah how many of the rappers or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. are black yeah or do urban music and that's just factual you can see yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's it's like folk music for black guy that's folk music he's a novelty but then I, there's still other artists that from like the whole circumstance thing that don't make um, urban music urban music but I still consider them as like an urban artist because they come from a certain place so I know that their energy and their thoughts yeah. are bred from that same circumstance yeah, yeah. so it's like if fucking you're rapping about one thing or someone else is singing about another thing yeah. it's all born from the same thing yeah. so that's why I kind of I hate the word urban for that because it generalises a sound or whatever yeah. when really what's being captured is the emotion and yeah. it all comes from living in fucking Stratford or Wood Green or yeah. Hackney or like yeah. so but then but then don't do you feel like um being white and amongst the scene do you kind of go are you protective of of the I so like say being white and in the scene and you know that you're there's you're the minority yeah in, in that are you protect are you are you more acute to other white people that might try and appropriate the, the culture are you kind of like do you, do you do you get what i'm saying do you kind of go oh do they have, but are they really from where I'm, are they really yeah but then at the same time i don't think that's exclusive to white people i just think that's exclusive to people like regardless of race yeah. if i yeah. think you're begging it you're begging it yeah that's and, very true and i think that we can see straight through it i'm not like overly protective of other white people like bro i won't like check <laughs> someone's at george south park <laughs> To check your privileges, bro. Like, nah, like, because if you're chatting shit, anyone can get it. So regardless yeah. of thing. But yeah. yeah, I just feel like it's all born out of the same situation. Yeah. So to call, like, to me, Danae is a quote-unquote urban artist because she's from, like, a low-income, Stratford-based family yeah. and all she had was a guitar to express herself. Yeah. So, like, that word urban is just fucking but bullshit. But then if, if Donnie came from, like, Arctic Monkeys aren't urban... Are they? Oasis aren't urban. Are they? Technically, low low income household. True. To pick up with the guitar. True, I guess. And uh, yeah, I guess, I guess. Do, so. Now, just like it's it's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. more than just yeah, 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 yeah. The basic. If you are poor and trying to do music, you are not urban. No, it's 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 yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's definitely. If you're from a certain, if you're if you're white from a certain area in in the UK where there's probably a lot of ethnic minorities, then you're probably going to be urban. Yeah, yeah. I doubt guy from Halifax is going to be... What, Howard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's about Halifax the town. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant Howard from... Hal well. Shout out to Howard, because he's a real G. That's, a, that's someone who had, like, meteoric fame and crashed back down. Where is he? <laughs> if you're talking about fears of... <laughs> that's my fear. Whenever I get scared, you're gonna I, think, I think about Howard. Think Howard. Yeah, like a number one and everything. Damn, Howard is out here, fam. Howard is out here. But no, I definitely hear your point. I'm yeah, so, so I, just, I just think... But if the Arctic Monkeys were from Hackney... the Are music... Block Party urban? I don't even know. Oh, Block Party. Do you know Block Party? 
I know, yeah. I don't. I couldn't tell you a tune. Okay. Uh, who 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 else can I think of? But probably uh, them like, like a suburban. Yeah, like that. They might be urban because they got a black guy. There's nah. a black guy in a group. I'm telling you, like. Is he the lead singer? Yeah. But everyone else is white. I wonder if like, the Brits or whatever would consider that to be like a black group then because the lead <laughs> singer is black. Are the Lighthouse Family a black group? Remember the Lighthouse Family. I do, but I only remember the lead singer. <laughs> nah, there was a girl in that as well, no? Was no, there that, not a girl? That, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's M people. That's M people. Nah, no, I'm thinking Faithless. Ah, Faithless. Yeah, Faithless. Remember M people? Nah. Remember M people? The girl with the voice. You got to search for all the heroes. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to her. <laughs> that was a really good impression. That was a sick impression. <laughs> But yeah, Brits. I don't remember what we're talking about. I don't know. I say so. I've walked on what we're probably just going off topic. But yeah, yeah. fully got reveled in my white privilege. Yeah, just, that's what we do. <laughs> um, it's funny because I think for me, I think the best way of tackling race in general is um, if in an ideal world, um, everyone's friendship group should be mixed with every kind of culture, every kind of person. So then you can have a conversation because there's some things that you're not going to understand if you're a black person talking to a white person or an African person talking to a Jamaican person. or, And that's why a conversation is the biggest key. I talk to my godparents all the time, right? And they are totally baffed and they just say some really ignorant things about black culture. They don't know. They don't saying, and, and, and then I have to go, hang on a minute, rather than me yelling that you're racist, yeah. Let's have a conversation about I it. I try to help you understand. Let, let, let's let's both go. Okay, I understand your point. I understand when people get intimidated when they see me on the street with my hood on. I get it. I know why. It's because your 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 the media has fed you this yeah, thing. Yeah. You might have had an experience that's been bad. That's that's fear. But you. But my thing is to the people that um that might be scared of me. Do you understand? There might be people in the area, like my area that I'm from. That's scared of you. That's scared of you intimidated they're not intellectually enough they don't they can't they can't string their words together enough they're not cultured enough they don't know about who stephen fry is do you know what i'm saying that they that's that's also imagine is that do you reckon that's actually a fear in end somewhere it's like <laughs> hey fam <laughs> i missed this week's episode of qi yeah. you know hey fam hey qi fam hey fam I let me cross the road real quick let me put my hood up <laughs> But I think the thing about it is that I think that kind of fear, they don't even know that they're scared. They don't even know that they're scared. They're intimidated by not being smart enough to hold a conversation. I've seen it, bro. I've seen it. Like, it was funny. Like, Alpha had a headline show at, um, at St. Pancreas, Old Church. Yeah, yeah. Sold out. Done a shout out to Alpha. Right? And one of the friends from, from the area that we're from came. Like, and he was, Fish out of water. he was like, yo, fam. It was mad. All these people came to like he couldn't process that he left the ends, sold out a show, and not everyone there was in from the tra- ends. from the ends in tracksuits, doing grime. They were listening to my man play jazz, and it it, it tripped him out because he he was out of fish out of water, and in that situation he was intimidated. The same way some people might be intimidated if they go to a to a um, a, a grime event. And, and they're the only person that doesn't like Graham there or doesn't know what this is and they go, oh, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? It's, it's still it's still intimidation. It's still fear. And I think that's that's what we need to focus more on rather than going, oh, these are the scary people. Yeah, 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 you're, you're scared of Graham. But these men are scared of the conversations that you're having. They don't know about politics, fam. They don't know, have a clue about the referendum. They don't know what's going on with that. 
because they haven't been educated in that and they've mm. been alienated. There's doddies that don't go to museums, fam. There's guys that don't go to the theatre. There's guys that cause they, they feel like they're not a part. Even me myself, I don't go to galleries because I feel like that's that that room's not meant for me. And and that's not, but, but that, that's where class is. I I think that's class. I think that's yeah. that's definitely a class thing. But we need to because it's free, fam. These, these that's the thing. I always feel like I'm gonna be charged before I walk <laughs> in there. Like I want to go in and appreciate art, but I feel like someone's gonna ask me for money or something, and Bro, I'm gonna be it's, like, it's oh, so shit, I can't even. You know what's nang, right? Is that it's, it's sad at the same time. There's so many jewels and gems, bro. There's theatre projects and programs, and that, like the Young Vic, right? Free tickets, bro. Free. My girlfriend's an actress, right? And she just, buying we're gonna go to the theatre. Free. I'm not paying anything. I'm watching incredible pieces of drama. And the thing is, people think that theatre. Don't get me wrong. There's some pieces that are just unattainable. You won't probably able to understand it. But there's some things that are literally ratchet, fam. <laughs> Shakespeare can be ratchet, real madness, and 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 that's what I wish that they could show. Be like, yo, you man, come see this, rather than just loving hip hop, fam. You know, that's how I feel. Shots done now. Shots. <laughs> you bait watch it as well, innit? I stop. I actually made a. I, I I haven't watched it in like. Three. What's the difference between loving hip hop and Chip versus Youngin? That's a very good question. The difference is, is. <laughs> Because trust me, everything regarding Chip is a soap opera. <laughs> I really enjoyed it yesterday. Twitter was live yesterday. <laughs> um, I think the difference is, is I think Chip, the Chip situation, this is how I feel, yeah, is that he is in a, in a corner just swinging. He is swinging. Have you, have you been rushed before? Yeah. You know when you get rushed, yeah? The thing about getting rushed, you generally don't know where you are. You are just... Your head is down yeah. there. Your legs <laughs> and your arms are you don't flying. Know who it is. Fam, the teacher can come. Your you'll mom punch your mom. And, and you'll punch anyone. Because you're, you're getting knocked. So Chip, yeah, feels like he's getting rushed. And he is just swinging. So I wouldn't be surprised. The next diss track, he's going to send for you. Captain Conan, <laughs> me, the cleaner, <laughs> bro, wretch, everybody. I, 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 like, because he's just swinging. Cause he's fighting for his life, fam. That's how I see. It. I can you can see in his eyes he's fighting for this. Imagine having success at that level, and then you're back here fighting for your life. Nine to five and nine to f- full circle, my G. <laughs> exactly. Do you think people have expectations of you as a rapper? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. Um. It's weird. I'm. 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 I'm slowly understanding the idea of uh, supporters. I'm. I wasn't really. I wasn't really understanding it before. I didn't get it. Like I, did it trip you out to think yeah, that there's was, people I, that actually wait for you to drop stuff? I, I, I was. You see, I was talking before about I didn't want to be called a creative, all that stuff. That was fear. Like I was shook of, like you're, I'm not good enough I'm, for that I'm role. Not, oh, what's the? I'm just me, fam. I'm oh, my I name's just, Barney, fam. Like, like I'm, it's that. And then I have to kind of go. Hang on a minute. No, like let's break it down. So yeah, it's it's, expectation as a rapper is one thing I'm happy about is that I've never lied. Which is nang. I don't know how these guys would do it, bro. Bro, you go mad, fam. Yeah. Imagine if you're that guy constantly, and you have to just walk upset, fam, every day. Every day, every you. day, guns. Sometimes smiling, fam. Not every day, guns, fam. Sometimes hugs. Like I'm just imagine, cuz I'm not gonna like. Bro, I'm from a I was from a rough area, innit? My name's Barney, though, bro. Like, what are you, fam? Don't get me wrong. Like, I I am. Sometimes I get ahead of myself and I get angry, or I wanna, you know. But it's. Big man, you know. <laughs> but, guys, imagine if you have to be MC Killer Murder Dog every day. That's sad, fam. Talking about every drug, and I, I just couldn't do it, bro. Because I'm. Have you ever, have you ever got shit for not being that guy? 
Mm. So everyone tried to be like, oh, what are you doing rapping about like positive positivity and like creativity? And you have to understand, though, okay, bro. You, you don't know what. Oh, I started. Oh, I didn't tell you. I started my rap career started because of Alpha playing keys, but also like my mum like raised me in the church, bro. I was a, like a gospel gospel artist, bro. Like that was my first. It was yeah, it's embarrassing. It was I was a gospel. I don't think that's embarrassing. Not with Kanye. Embar- not Kanye <laughs> now making the fucking greatest it gospel. Embar- it was embarrassing because it was um, it wasn't. I didn't really. It wasn't real. Like I was just like ah, oh, let me just ah, oh, let me just cause, you know. And then and then I I grew out of it. So so it, it no one ever kind of questioned me to go. But if anything, when you're doing gospel music, people would be like, why are you not? And you start veering away from it or start not talking about jesus or whatever in your lyrics people go oh how why are you not talking about jesus anymore come back come so you jesus. got shit so from that way, way. <laughs> that way around but it's funny because yeah like it's great because i've grown so much and that's mad yeah like it's mad like it's funny because like yeah like the, to look back and see where i've come from in a different lane i didn't come from you know oh why are you not talking about guns and so why are you not governor b how that, come you decided that is the fu- so Governor V? He's probably probably like your brethren, isn't it? <laughs> like Nick Brewer, you're gonna tell me that Nick Brewer is like your guy as well. So how come like how come Governor B decided to stick with that? But your journey that's kind amazing. Of- so um, right, okay. Did you lose faith? Right, let's talk about this. So I I really I'm I'm big on honesty, right? And um, good. Yeah, I'm big on honesty, <clears throat> and I think for me, my 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 uh, my journey in terms of growing and living um, went through a lot when I had to kind of start questioning the idea of religion um, and, and what it meant to me, and da da da. Um, and yeah, like I, there's a certain thing that didn't add up to me. <clears throat> but what's great is that <clears throat> Nick. Brewer and Governor B are like my, some of my closest friends, like literally my closest friends, and they're calm. They're like they love me regardless, and that's that's nang. That's 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 what faith or religion or should be. I love you, bro. Regardless of if you're doing this or that, I love you. Like, and that's 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 why I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't need to. I don't. You know, I, I, I can't I can't fully say I believe in this thing or don't because there's some, there's so many potholes and things I don't agree with and you know and that I, I struggle with. So that's why. But it's funny that you mentioned that because yeah, that's hilarious. Those, those are yeah, those are my Jesus, those are my people. So what what what's your uh, like structure of faith now? What do you believe in now? We are going here. My God. Um, hmm. So this is what I believe. <laughs> Wow, I haven't spoken about this before. I believe that... So in my life... What I can do is go through my life experiences. In my life, uh, there's been pivotal moments that stuff has happened um, that has been beyond coincidence for me. So I go, that for me has to be something that that got me out of a situation where I could have died or like serious situations that I've got out of and I feel like I go whoa that's a fact for me I saw it happen in front of me but on the flip side that the idea of um so I'm 
<clears throat> I'm from Ugandan descent. My mum's Ugandan because my dad. And <clears throat> my mum took me to like, like we went to a predominantly uh, white church when when I grew up, and then I went to an African church when I got a little bit older. And for me, I really one thing I struggle with now is is um, the way that religion was used to brainwash people to to give money um so financially or um you know the the way that culture's mixed in with this thing i.e homophobia or you know that that all that stuff i i struggle with it i go hang on a minute one second that's colonialism man like we didn't there was no there was no jesus in africa fam that wasn't there that wasn't you've been given this book we need to talk about this. We need to discuss this. Why are we not talking about? Why are you guys not talking about? Why did you guys? Why are you guys reading this? Why are you guys in church praying to this, to this, to this Jesus? To this guy. Why? Why? Who? Who? It wasn't. You wasn't doing it back home. Let's just discuss it. That's so I can't. So in African Christianity, like there's no Jesus figure. No, there is. As I'm saying, but how did we get that? Oh, okay. It wasn't. Ah, uh, this we. It was some really tough colonialism is horrible fam they come to your place and they say listen we're gonna the British came and they said listen follow these rules we're coming to your land follow these rules you can do this that and that and then we then we followed suit so and you can that, stay here and do that or you can come to our great fantastic land and, and do and, it there and, and do it there and then and, and so my, my question is is that okay they may we may not be enslaved or in chains or whatever but why are we still not questioning to go hang on a minute why are we why are we praying for this again why are we following these church rules again and no one's doing that we kind of because we're so set in our in our we do must do this now um to receive these blessings and don't get me wrong i feel like there are some beautiful amazing amazing people that i've met through christianity through islam through everything that i've met and there's certain situations that i've been through that has allowed me to to say yeah god is there was something that happened a, yeah some, a god that, is that real. something happened but then at the same time like, there's certain things that in christianity that I, i'm just a bit like okay i don't i don't quite why are we not talking about this let's just discuss this you know and it's crazy because but i can kind of my heart say that my my christian friends or some of them like not all of them that i know that I've, yeah but i talk to governor b and nick every day there's my boys I, like they love me regardless you know, and they know how I feel, and they're like, okay, that's what you feel. And I the same way, I, but in the same way, I feel like with atheism or whatever, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be then going to people, people that believe in something and being like, you're wrong, stop that. Go. I think that atheism is actually worse. I'm not a fan <laughs> of religion at all, but I think atheism's actually worse. I, to choose to cut yourself off and choose that there's nothing out there bigger than you. Who the fuck are you? But that's that's human nature, man. That's human like, nature. Human nature is we're so so self-indulgent to the point where we have to. We we must be the. We think we're better than the sea. We think we. Yeah. If the sea decides to come onto land, we're done. Done. Dust. Gone. Nothing, fam. Our, our Mac books won't help us. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we genuinely get caught up in the idea of, you know, of that. But yeah, I think, so. yeah, that's, I, I, I can't believe you've got, I've never spoken about religion and my faith like that before, ever. So well done, Kane. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny, yeah. But yeah, like, as I said, like, I love <clears throat> so the values that I learned and the morals that I learned. Like, my girlfriend, I've known her since I was 11, bro. I met her at Sunday school. 
um you know and 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 the way we treat each other and the way we i i know for a fact that was through church and seeing love in that way and you know and i can talk, talk to my boys and i tell them i love my friends like i love you my g like i don't have no bravado because it's 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 just taken away because it's love it's real love it's and so that's stuff that you learn i think that that's never really shown shown really in in society it's a lot of bravado men are trying to be lads and it's all you know puffing up your chest but nah man like your friendship is the most some of the most important things the, the lessons that you learn like people is you know i'm getting all hippie but yeah so that, that so like on the flip side yeah there's things i don't understand and agree with but on the other side, like, there's amazing qualities and morals and stuff that I've learned, so. Cool, I'll wrap it up there because I know yeah. you've got to run. My G. My G, love. Love, man. Thank, Thank you for coming so through much, and talking man. to me. Thank you for your honesty as well. Yeah, I love. appreciate it. Love, can follow Barney at? Uh, Barney Artist everywhere. Done now. No, it's yeah. B-A-R-N-E-Y-A-R-T-I-S-T. I think yeah, that's pretty much. All right, cool. And before you leave, you're going to have to play us out on keys. <laughs> Rapping, cause. <laughs> 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 so that wasn't me. Yeah, when I'm having. The, the